Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. podcast i am your host right worship brother george mudry and with me tonight worship brother joe the gruesome twosome is here yeah we uh don't have uh worship brother ken just the two of us he might have gotten lost in last night's snowstorm (laughs) 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 how long were you waiting on that one (laughs) really the record button very nice uh Corey, lady you got yourself a private waitress that is a podcast minion yes you know what we gotta do? Which is above, is ranked above the scribe, right? I think it's, oh yeah, way above the scribe. Okay, this, yeah. I think there's, I think it's minion, then door guard, then somewhere in there is the scribe. The scribe's gonna be scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Pretty bad. I mean, pretty bad. Right. Um, I mean, I, I, mean I, I would put prospects and interns above scribe. Well, yeah, because they have promise. They have promise, right. They have potential. <laughs> <laughs> Our scribe is capped out, I think. We do have a topic, I promise. We're just, <laughs> nah, we're we're just, just getting warmed up. We're just getting, getting warmed up. up. We so. had some uh, difficulties uh, getting the equipment working, which is a... SHTF, I think we can go with. Common thing for George, getting his equipment working on time. But um, we're good now. We're, we're ready to go, but we're having some fun. We're talking about doing some video reenactments of George losing his crap and yes. throwing things and... Yep. What not? So. <coughs> yeah, we're, that's, that'd be a good idea though if we actually did it. Yeah, I'm telling you, we got to do totally it with should. like the unsolved mysteries music too. <laughs> something, something like, and put the little caption at the bottom. This is a video reenact. <laughs> we should. Yeah, I'm down for it. So. Do it like uh, almost set it up like in production wise, like one of those episodes of Cheaters. You ever see that? Yes. Where they follow yes. the people around. That's so fake. That is so fake. No. We talk about brotherly love and friendship, but this is the Freemasons podcast behind the scenes. This we could do like an episode Boom. of Cheaters, like somebody from the Freemason podcast is. Uh, or no, what's that other like the Rotary or <laughs> Columbus or something? Like oh my god, what's that other show? It's like uh, oh, Undercover Boss. Yeah, that's how it should be. Undercover Boss. Undercover Mason. <laughs> we go into like Knights of Columbus. We're doing Rotary, it. We're Rotary. doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Salvation Army. <laughs> Salvation Army, really? Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, Joseph Schultz, worship brother Joseph Schultz, she should unionize. <laughs> <laughs> a union of one? Especially dealing with these brothers. The she job is. have a lot of negotiating power. That's the downside. No. Joseph Schultz says, uh, the job is easy. It's the asshole owner's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. She needs an agent. 
Joe, let's yeah. uh, let's go through our likes and. Uh, All right. Well, I've uh, got the recommendations. Do you want to do those first, or you yeah. want me to just fire off the two likes? Well, why don't you go. fire off the two likes and then I'll do the recommendations? Sounds We've good. We've got, uh, I think, three recommendations to read. All right, and we got some likes. Uh, I think maybe maybe not have covered them, but if we did, eh, that's all right. Tim Cahill, Bob Earth, Landon Landon, and John Gates. All of them, thank you very much because I can actually say your names properly. Johnny Gates. So, uh, brethren, right hand arms. So arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire out. Together, brothers. <laughs> wow. I thought you were doing the Rudy, like, slow clap. <laughs> I wasn't. I was waiting for you to put your coffee mug down <laughs> so we could do it together, and it just turned into, I don't <laughs> Some awkward staring. Some laughing. I'm like, is he Kind of like gonna... our first date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had one, but I'm going to leave it alone. Um... So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for the likes. <laughs> right. uh, and we go uh, to the recommendations? Yeah, I go to recommendations. All right. Jesus, got, that uh, was brutal. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Musikov recommends the Freemasons podcast. Great bunch of brothers, entertaining and educational. We also have one from Jason W. Short. Finally, a Masonic podcast that is funny, enthusiastic, educational, and fantastically done by the next generation of traveling men. Great job, brethren. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I also have one from Ben Blake. A very good and informative podcast that really makes my day while listening to them in the car. You guys really made me even more interested in Freemasons. Thank you for that. And last but not least, Danny Cordero. <coughs> my Danny new Cordero. favorite podcast. I'm listening to three to four episodes a day. Awesome. I got one more, actually. Uh-oh. And this came through on my own personal feed, um, through my own messenger, and I've been talking to... <laughs> oh, wait, I've got one more. I've got one more. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Bill me. Powell. Sorry, Bill Powell. Bill Powell joined the fraternity in 2009, started out quick becoming an officer, and had to step away for a number of years for various reasons, one being burnout, and it was ready to withdraw last summer, 2019. Until I found the podcast, not only did it reinvigorate me to, what, to want to stay in the fraternity, but push me to search for more light. I'm now a member of Royal Arch, Council R and SM, Commander, awesome. Officer slash Warden, and Scottish Rite. I spend time each in each organization as much as I can and enjoy every second of it. Podcast helped remake a Mason. Thanks, boys. Raising my Dixie cup to you. Awesome. And that, that makes it all worth it for us. Absolutely. That's exactly what we're looking for. To reinvigorate and bring in new. So uh, I want to thank all those ones, and uh, we have one more that came through on my own personal feed, and um, I have to give this uh, per, uh, particular brother, uh, I, I don't know if he's a brother yet, um, but uh, uh, a person I've been talking to, <laughs> and uh, his name is Bruce, well this is his Facebook, but it's Bruce Rack Vet Pendleton. <laughs> So naturally, when this comes through on my own messenger feed, right? You think it's I'm, you think it's I'm like, ah, oh, here we go, Joe. Like, yeah, All right, yeah, Joe, right. I'm ready for you this time, Joe. Here we go. You want to start some shit? I got you. So, but he said, uh, "Love the podcast." Where the hell did that come from? I found a 
Oh, that's what awesome. Chris, we're Facebook Live. I just want you to uh, come over here, stand next to Joe, and put it next to it. Is that Ken for the night? No, no, that's no. Ken! Put it in the chair. Stick it right in the chair and hang it up again and lean it against the wall. Put Beautiful. Ken. <laughs> so, for back in our, our earlier episodes. Here, sit him right there. Like that? Yeah, perfect. Yep. It's Ken. Wow. It came with something else. It, didn't it did, huh? All right. Awesome. Let me spread his legs! So back in early episodes, we talked about how Dan scared the bejesus out of me with the our, our scarecrow that he decided to just leave like it's that. It's a scarecrow! Yes. <laughs> That's the scarecrow that I talked about. Now that we're Facebook Live, you all can see it. Um, we're going to call it the scarecrow. We're going to call it the scarecrow. Um, Complexion is about, right? Yeah. Just about, yeah. Pretty much. Ready? Oh, uh, even better. Now it's definitely Ken. Go on, put it right up there. Because he's yes. white like a vampire. He's white like a vampire, perfectly. He's like uh, he's like in Twilight when he takes his shirt off and he glistens. Yes. Yeah, I open the closet, I look over, and I'm like, oh, what is this thing? <laughs> then I saw this. So. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Enjoy. See, See ya. I like the setup. Thanks. So scared, Ken. Uh, so anyway, back on Bruce Rack Vet Kettle uh, Pendleton. Uh, uh, Danny Collins said, is he saying that he's an Iraqi vet? Uh, he may be. But this is what came through on my messenger. And the last name I seen was Pendleton. And I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah. This is one of the guys. I'm thinking one of the podcasts is, yeah. oh, I'm a descendant of Lucinda Pendleton, which he may still be. But um, anyway. But that's something we would do. Yeah, it's something we do. Love the podcast, brother. Just downloaded Apathy's Widow's Sons on iTunes. Awesome. I said, yeah, that song was great. And he said he was skipping around, and I wrote him. So I have a confession to make. I thought you were one of the brothers of the podcast messing with me. And, and then uh, I said, so our episode of The Morgan Affair, we talked about Lucinda Pendleton, Morgan's wife. <laughs> so then uh, he said he hasn't listened to it yet, but he'll get back to it. But I just want to put that out there. Thanks for reaching out to me, and uh, thanks for the quick laugh that I got when I realized that he was actually legitimate and not one of you idiots. Yeah. So, uh, but we can portray him as such. <laughs> but uh, I want to welcome all those and thank you for the recommendations. Brother, Joe, lead it. Right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. I was waiting for it. I thought you got it. We still got it. And uh, Adam Nelson said, wow, that was horrible. <laughs> Talking about our first one. So, well, Anyway. But at one point, we decided to make it. Ken, you got anything you want to add? I didn't think so. No, I'm good, guys. <laughs> Canonical. Canonical. <laughs> uh, he does look like he's got some cat gingivitis going on up there. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so this topic, uh, now that we're actually getting out of the goofiness and we'll get into the seriousness. Oh, it'll be back. It'll be back. Um, but this topic we're going to be talking about, uh, in, in a sense, basically, what can we cut and or adjust within a Masonic Lodge during our meetings that would make, that may be, in a sense, irrelevant nowadays, or maybe uh, could, I guess in a word, streamline it. To make it where it's more enjoyable and you're not just sitting there and bored to tears during a Masonic Lodge meeting, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get into different things that you know we like or dislike about Masonic, uh, about Masonic events or lodges mm -hmm. or whatever. Joe, why don't you start off? So I'll I'll start off since he's not here. I'll start off with something that uh, Ken had mentioned in our group meet chat. 
was uh, the reading of the minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And in general, I think too much time is, is spent on business mm-hmm. um, in Open Lodge in the state of communications. We have electronic. <coughs> there was once a time where you didn't have electro- electronic means to communicate, so email. So you would have to read the minutes so everybody got it. Otherwise, you'd have to put it in the regular mail. But now you can send it electronically. You can send it out, do a quick vote. They don't need to be discussed. You're done. Okay. Um, same thing with, I, I still, some lodges will still read the bills in open launch where a lot of the stuff that's being paid has already been approved and voted on in the right. master's budget. Therefore, right. no additional votes need to take place and as long as it's within the confines of that budget. Right. It's, it's done. You right. don't need to discuss it. Right. Who's making smart-ass comments on this? Actually, uh, I'm not going to allowed because <laughs> but uh, uh, Lee, what's his name? Musikov. Musikov. He's <laughs> like Baryshnikov, only did. I'll leave that for those who watch live. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one, but uh, <laughs> they're going to skip past. They tried to avoid politics, <laughs> but that is a, that's one that we both It's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, like just I would agree. business that's redundant <clears> or <throat> there's a different forum for. Well, I don't know how all jurisdictions are, but in the general format is you do... New business and old business. So old business would be things that have been talked about in the past. New business is anything that we're going to discuss tonight, like new. Um, Old business is fine as long as you're not talking about old business from six, seven, eight months ago. Right. Don't rehash something that's already been settled. Especially if it was something contentious, then it's just Mm -hmm. bringing that whole thing up again. Mm -hmm. You might waste an hour. My personal, and again, I'm a secretary. My personal uh, disdain for something that's done during a Masonic Lodge is the reading of the minutes. Mm-hmm. We live in a time where you can... A, everything's electronic now. A secretary can spread minutes and spread them out, fire them out email. We have yep. Grandview where you can do this now, which Grandview, you go on there... Type your minutes into Grandview, yep. and you can fire them via email out to every member of the craft who has a chance to uh, review them, right. and then come back and say, "Hey, you you misspelled this, George," which usually is the case. Right. Um, or you forgot to include so and so on. Right. This, or you forgot to mention this was mm-hmm. discussed. Right. right. But I, I feel like actually doing it at the next meeting is boring. Yeah. I mean, especially for those who go to these meetings every single meeting night. Now, and this, bring it all around. If reading of the minutes is beneficial for the brother who wasn't there the last meeting. Right. Because, hey, I wasn't at the last meeting. I missed it. Right, help me out. But if you're firing them out electronically and you spread them, he's got them. So even if he wasn't there, he's got them. Yeah. Um, The other way to spread them that I, I usually do is I will leave them out on the desk yeah and here's why i personally like that because if you are curious about what happened at a prior meeting that will encourage you to come to lodge because realistically if you fire them out electronically and they show up in your email you could look and be like oh that's what happened to me i don't have to go to the next one nothing important so for me i don't like spreading them electronically i don't like reading them because i think it's redundant because we were just there last meeting right 
There's nothing to accept or like we were there. Everybody was there. It's more for the 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 brother who uh, hasn't come in three months, two months, or whatever the case may be. So my personal opinion is leave him on the desk, come up and read him if you want to check him out, and uh, note your your things there. If there is a problem, then the next meeting you say, hey, uh, I noticed a minute uh, a problem at the minutes here. Right. See what I'll often what I'll do more times than not if I have time is I'll print up a few copies and I'll we have dinner prior to our meetings at Ashler Aspata. Mm-hmm. I'll put one on each table. Yeah, you People have an opportunity to read them. If there's an issue with them, they let me know before um, the stated communication begins. And maybe right. I'll mention, hey, I sent the minutes out there, spread downstairs, I have one correction. Right. And then done. Right. It's a 30-second conversation. My other thing with the meeting is, of minutes are, and I know people, everybody's kind of, uh, everybody's wishy-washy about this. My personal opinion is if you want meeting minutes read, read them from the prior year or five years ago. Why? Because it's nostalgia. It's, it's in essence, now you're like, your oh, education. Yeah. I remember that meeting if that was five years ago. Yeah. And now you spark a conversation and not just say, I, I, right. like, it, it, realistically, now it's like you, you've engaged in something that happened five years ago or maybe it was 10 years ago, like, you know, for the new guys who come to the door, like, wow, that happened? Right. You're wow. giving them a historical perspective. You're giving, You're giving right. them a link to the past. And That's where I think minutes are important because yeah. I'll tell you, going through our minutes of from 1804, I'm reading them. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And maybe, just maybe, by reading the minutes, not of the prior meeting, but of the prior year or the prior five years or the prior ten years. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean, because not all meeting nights line up the same. Right. But so you ballpark it. Like if it was yeah. the first Saturday. From that month or whatever. Yeah. Right. You do it from that month or whatever. But I think that would be much more beneficial and interesting to do rather than uh, rather than actually reading the minute of the last. Uh, reading the minutes is the biggest waste of every minute. <laughs> um, some would tend to agree. I, I don't think it's a waste of time. I think it could be done in a more beneficial way to the lodge, in my my right. opinion, you, would be the historical way. You Do can leverage it where it's not just a check the box activity that you feel right. like you have to go through, and you kind of just go through the motions, mm-hmm. and take a vote. I, very Oops. rarely do you, you know, you may have a correction or two, but it's not like anybody ever votes down the meeting minutes. Right. It's no. Like, come on. The only thing they'll do is they'll recommend like amending or fixing right. or you know you maybe you exactly. put in the date wrong or something they'll go like, oh no we met on the sixteenth not the fifteenth right. um, brother Lee I am new LEO for my lodge and I'm being encouraged to dig into the archives let me tell you you're gonna love that because I dug into it just on my own and it was awesome it just to see the way that not only did they write the minutes oh like the God. handwriting they showed me some of those original some of those older ones but how they conducted lodge where they went from they opened as an apprentice and then they closed as an apprentice and went to fellowcraft yep. and then they closed fellowcraft and went to master mason so they were chucking people out as you, so it gave you an incentive to want to move forward in right. my opinion because then you could wanted to be part of that yeah right. well right. shit i want to be right here for the rest of the meeting like right. you know so i want to become master mason like so that to me is is very cool. Um, another thing that could be streamlined. What do you got? You got something else? Anything off the top of your head? 
I got one. Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead while I think of some more? Bills. Yeah. Bills can be streamlined instantaneously. Yeah. And what we do is at our lodge, and not all lodges do this, we have a budget, which means I have the budget, and let's say refreshments, dinner time. We've allotted, I'm just going to throw a roundabout number, $2,000 out for the entire year for refreshments, which means you don't need to vote on those bills coming in the door because the secretary is keeping a tally of how much money that you're spending on refreshments. So if it's a hundred bucks this meeting, you don't need to vote on it. We've already voted on the budget. Right. So now, the budget. rather than saying, oh, I have a bill here for, you say voucher number one, voucher number two, voucher number three, 10, 20, however much, right up until you get to that $2,000 mark. And now it's like, hey, we've, we've passed our budget. Now we either either have to vote for the bills individually, or approve another lump approve sum. another lump sum. Right, and that to me streamlines it. Whereas now it's not uh, uh, motion, motion, second, second. All in favor? Discussion. You know, you know, it, it gets right. it's redundancy. Whereas now you can just say voucher number, blah blah blah. Boom, it's done. There's no need to vote on it. It just you just read the vouchers and it streamlines it, makes it faster. Okay. All these things, I want to just add that when you streamline it, yes, does it make your meeting shorter? Sure. But that's on the master. That gives him a whole nother half hour, hour, 45 minutes to do something fun. Right. Fun, educational. Educational. Something that's going to keep right. me engaged. Absolutely. It's not about getting out of here at, oh, let's see if we get out of here by 8 o'clock tonight. And right. That's not what it's about. No. Unless it's, hey, we're, we're not going to, we're going to get through this and then we're going to go hang out at back and just... Right. You know, right. have some coffee, have a beer mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Absolutely. And just enjoy that fellowship. But what we've um, started to do in my mother lodge is we do it before we go dim in the summer, but we've also done it kind of a, a blanket mm-hmm. um, vote of if something comes up that requires immediate payment, mm-hmm. secretary, treasurer, and master can say this is an emergency expense act. It's right. it's time sensitive. We're just going to do it. Mm. That's a that's and a good move. Too. And we we've had to do it because we just transitioned from having a temple corporation to not having one. Mm-hmm. And then the change of accounts, you know, you close mm-hmm. one account or you move things over, a bill doesn't get paid or maybe the right. check goes to get cashed to the old account and it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's like your lights or your heat right. or you know. Or, Something like that, where it's like we got to pay this. We we don't have time to wait right. three weeks until because we only meet once a month in my mother lock. <coughs> it's like we can't wait three weeks to talk about this, or if it's in June, hey, we can't wait till till September to talk about this. Right. We have that, and it's it's voted on, and you know sometimes we'll say not to exceed X amount. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of give that autonomy. Um, right. For emergency purposes, mm-hmm. for expenses that you weren't aware of. Right. No, and that's that's and we do that over the summer actually, where we just say it's, everything's in the hands of the secretary and treasurer. We grant them the power to handle what's got to be handled. This way, over the summertime, we're not screwed when we go dark. Right. Uh, Brother Danny Collins, we recently got permission from the Most Worshipful Grandmaster to open on the third, and then open for Fellowcraft and EA, and then close and reverse at the end of the meeting. That, that's how they used to do it anciently yeah. in in our minutes. Uh, this way, our EA and fellow craft brothers could get exposure to the workings of the lodge and aids in their development. 
may help with retention of our baby brothers in time too. That's awesome. And I actually agree with that. And personally, I think we got away from it when Freemasonry started losing its membership. Because it's like, oh, well, we, we don't want to just make the guy sit out in the hallway. We don't want to make him leave. I mean, we want him to right. stay for as long as you can. Well, you're, you're in a sense, yeah, I get it. You're keeping him there for the meeting. But you're taking away that ambition to do more. Right. To, 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 you're taking away that ambition to excel to something. Yep, I agree. You know, and I personally like it that way. And if I were master again, that's exactly what I'd do. Like, EA, get out. <laughs> but on, on kind of on the same topic slightly different view of it. One of the things mm -hmm. that I did uh, in my interim year as master, <coughs> I wanted to focus on education. Um, and But at that point, we still had bills we need, needed to read. We still mm -hmm. needed to go through certain things. So if you find yourself in a position where you're not sending the minutes out electronically and you have mm -hmm. to read them or you have to read the bills because you didn't vote on an mm -hmm. amount in a budget, right? move that to the second half of the meeting. Yeah. What I did was we would do, we would open, recognize past masters, mm -hmm. happiness and welfare, sickness and distress, right. education. Right. This way, for a couple things, because if you show up to a meeting, you haven't been there in six months, a year. Mm -hmm. You spend the first 45 minutes talking about bills. Bullshit. Secretary's right. report, there's no reason for you to be in there. Absolutely not. And there's also some older members that don't like driving late at night. Right. Mm -hmm. At least give them something in the beginning of the meeting mm -hmm. where if that's all they want to stay for and they have to leave after that or they have another commitment or whatever, at least they could walk away from that meeting with more light, right. not hearing the secretary and treasurer speak. Two things that I will disagree with you on. Okay. No, not disagree with. The first one is not disagree. Uh, I would say I do like that idea, um, and I think it's a good one. The only other thing I would say is, unless you're going to do it in reverse and bang through the stuff like we were talking about, like bang through all the bills, bang through the, right. get all the BS out of the way and move directly into what you were saying, would be the only alternative to that. Right. My only other difference would that be, would be at an annual meeting, an election yes. of officers. Yes. That election totally of different. officers needs to be held off to the very end because what you'll get is if you bang through the election... You'll probably, and you go to refreshment, you'll probably get half your lodge gone. Right. Because no, I agree with they're that. only showing up for the lodge. That. You know, they're only showing up to see what they're going right. to get chosen as. Our uh, right worshipful brother, Mike Adams. Yes, it is not fun to go to lodge, and the only thing they do is pay bills and vote on who's going to pay for dinner. <laughs> we gave our treasurer and secretary power to pay the bills as they come in. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's I think that's the way to go. A key way to go. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, some, uh, and this is Corey Lady. Um, unfortunately, someone somewhere has created the reason of reading the bills because of the misappropriation of funds. I think it's two things. Actually, uh, I don't believe, I think it's actually historical. And I'll tell you why. Because well, there prior... There's no other way for people to know about it. There you go. There's no other way to know about it. And this goes back to 1804 or take it back as long as Masonry's been, you know, they didn't have emails. You know, they didn't have Skype. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have... Right. Any type of communication, I mean, and no one's going to send a freaking, I don't even think it was telegrams back then, you know what I mean? The early, early ages of Freemasonry. Right. And I think it kind of got pulled into that tradition mm -hmm. thing. Well, some traditions you need to change. One of which is stop boring the hell out of your Masons right. in Lodge by, you know, I, I guess it's, again, I'm, I'm a historical buff. I, I enjoy the history of Freemasonry, but some things are unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, historical, I guess. 
you know, you don't have to keep the same way as long as you honor the tradition. Again, and one of the ideas was read the minutes of 5, 10, 15 years ago. Right. But, so but to his history. point, if, you, if somebody has concerns, and this is, you know, important for the secretary and treasurer to, to make sure they have the records there, mm-hmm. even though I may not read all the, the minutes or I may not read the bills that came in, mm-hmm. they're available and they're always on my desk in open lock. Right. If anybody at any time wants to know exactly where we stand with the books mm-hmm. and what bills have come in and what I've given pay orders on, I've told them, sit down with me after the meeting, I'd be more than happy to go through all of it with you. I always joke sure. when I did uh, the annual meetings, because I mm-hmm. do the secretary's report, mm-hmm. and I did the trustee's report, mm-hmm. and uh, I always joke on that one, like I try to keep it pretty basic and just the information that's needed but i always mm-hmm. say well if, if anybody would like additional information or to actually read the statements mm-hmm. you can set up an appointment with me at my convenience podcast minion getting thirsty but i always say you can set up an appointment with me at right. my convenience. and on top of that though um i just want to also add that the secretary is not a secretive chair realistically no. um the only thing we really keep secretive is you know well, again, this is any firm, any master mason or any brother, um, if they're having financial issues and stuff like that. Right. But I mean, she, she does it every time. Slams it on jail. She keeps it way over there, so I can't. My T Rex arms can't reach. Um, uh, but realistically, any brother in the lodge can come up to you or I and be like, "I want to see your books." Right. I want to see your receipts. I want to see this. I want to see that. And. It, you know, granted, I, I do travel light, so most of the time I just bring my computer, mm-hmm. everything's on Grandview, I don't got to touch anything. But if you really wanted to see receipts, not a problem, brother, I'll produce them next meeting, right. and I'll have them out for you. Uh, if you want to see how much money we've received on hand, not a problem, I'll have it next time. Yep. Most secretaries don't carry that stuff on a regular basis. I Because it's, you do? Yeah. Really? I do, just in case. Okay. Because I believe in absolute transparency. Absolute transparency. And I have no problem. Especially with some of the things that have recently happened in the state of Connecticut. I have no problem with absolute transparency. I just don't feel like lugging okay, shit. No, I mean, that's fine. That no, car. I'll do it. Because it's, it's pretty satisfying when you have right. somebody who's kind of busting your ball. I want to see this. Here you go. Go away. Go uh, away. Okay. Go sit in the corner. All right. Like, you got what you want. Go sit right. down. Uh, because I agree. Okay. sometimes they'll it'll carry over into discussion, and it's like, dude, just here, right. go away. Just right. uh, again, I also don't think that that should be done during lodge. If you want to see right. it, come approach me afterward, and we'll talk exactly. about it, and I'll give you whatever the hell you want, exactly. so long as I have it. If I don't have it, I'll produce it next meeting, and right. or I'll email it to you. But these are all things that back in the day, the old timers, you know, the right. 1804 to whenever the hell the electronic age came about, they didn't have this. Everything was in paper. You know, so right. So there was no way you, no. you had to do it in person. Otherwise, you weren't going to see them for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, months, or whatever the case may be. Right. So uh, that's pretty much why I believe yeah. that it, it happened like that. Um, other things we could streamline. Come on now. Come on. No, there's not much. I'm trying to think of other parts of the meeting. The meeting itself. You're talking a stated communication. Stated communication meeting. Well, see, some could say, well, you can um, 
close in short form or open in, in short form. I don't like that. It's not where I was going with that, but all right. Well, let's talk about this. Actually, our last meeting, we had uh, we did a 50-year presentation pin, mm-hmm. and uh, we um, we did the 50-year presentation. Oh, I have something else before the end of this. Remind me. I'm reminding you to remind me, and we'll t- once you remind me okay. about, I'll remember it. Hey, Hannah, can you remind me? Yeah. To remind him? <laughs> what? Exactly. We need a reminder. Just say there's something important I have to talk about before you know, we you close You need to remind time. me so I can remind him. Yes. And in return, I'll okay. remind him to remind you, and then we'll all be reminded. Right. Awesome. Okay. Um, made no sense. Power of three. <laughs> As we three do agree. We'll leave that alone for any of my really large masons who are listening. You'll, you'll pick up on that. Um, anyway, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, oh, things that can be streamlined. Opening, we thought you were starting to go on opening, opening closing, closing, and short form. We did a 50-year presentation. We had everybody there in the house, and the long-form open is where the deacons are called up to the senior yes. warden, and they go around to each mason and ask, I love it. I, I love it. Worship Brother Perry did it, and it was awesome. Loved it. And I seriously wanted to put a blackboard behind my desk and keep tally of who <laughs> who knew the word and who didn't. Yeah. And honestly, I should I should totally do that. Just take bets on that it. That would be funny. That would be funny. Get one of those little um, like you see in the old pool halls. They look like an abacus. Yeah. Yeah. Just... You, can, you slide it over. <laughs> that would That's be funny. awesome. Put the, put the beams um, up behind you. But even though it's long form, it's actually fun. It is. Right? And it keeps you on your toes. Keeps you on your toes. Right out of the gate, you're engaged. You're like, crap, I better pay attention. There we go. Yep. I got to pay attention. So at any time, somebody could call on me and do this. And if you're streamlining your minutes and you're, you're, you're cutting down your bills and all this other extra BS, right. you can do that. And it's fun. Like, yeah. oh, Deacon's coming up to me. I got him. And then you give him the word. And you're like, shit, it's the wrong one. Because, <laughs> because you might be streamlining the business piece. But, but you're, you're not shortcutting the ritual. There you're supplementing, go. supplementing the ritual side of it right. or the education side of it. And that's why people come to Lodge. Not to hear me speak as secretary. Right. And, and you know, realistically, your biggest turnout is during degrees. So right. if you add an element of everybody participating during yeah. a regular stated, it, yeah. it's interesting. It's fun. You Plus, know? Anybody that's read seven habits of highly effective people the seventh habit is sharpen the saw you got to keep that saw sharp mm-hmm. so when you're doing these little ritual things right it keeps everybody on their toes yep actually it was pretty funny i'm like uh so during our meeting you know we're about to open and perry does his thing calls up senior warden senior warden calls up deacons and the deacon i'm like wait a minute <laughs> This seems vaguely familiar, yeah. right? And then he walked over and he said his line. I'm like, oh, here yeah, we go. Excited, like, you know? I got excited. Yeah, it's like, oh, yes. It gets your old timers excited. Right. It gets your past masters excited. Yeah. So um, before I went open and close, where you were going to go on a slightly different topic. I was going to go on a slightly different topic. And part of my slightly different topic is announcements. One of the things I loathe about, and this isn't really, uh, this more pertains to our Blue Lodge Council. When a bunch of lodges get together, and so a Blue Lodge Council, let me explain this for those who don't know. Blue Lodge Council is where each, uh, your Masonic lodges are organized into a district. And that district gets together 
all the lodges of that district get together and they have what's called a Blue Lodge Council. Um, I presided over a Blue Lodge Council of the 3rd District for, I think it was two years. And one of the things I loathed, I hated, was the announcements. Oh, we've got this coming up. We've got this coming You know, if it's... It's I like, don't mind it. Put it on a piece of paper and distribute it to everybody. Yeah. What I think the secretary should do of the Blue Lodge Council is to take... All right, listen, if any of your lodges have any events, send out an email. We have the power of email. Right. Send out an announce send out a message to all of the lodges and say if you have any announcements or things your lodge doing, email let me, me let me know. Or email me back. Something even easier. Uh-huh. Every lodge that's present, bring a copy bring a few copies of your trestle board. There put you them go. on the table before the meeting starts. Everybody uh-huh. can take one to go with them. You don't need Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Jamie Carter, hey brothers, I finally got on while you were live. Awesome, glad to have well, you. I'm glad finally you're got on. It on whilst you're live. He must be from across the pond or <laughs> down in Australia or something. <laughs> Nobody uses whilst. That's part of my reminder. So keep keep that. Oh, Hannah, okay. Remind so, Hannah to remind. Hannah, remind me. Hannah, remind me. Remind what? I have so many things. No, all you have to do is say I got to remind you of something. That's all you need to remember. Okay. You don't even need to know the topic. Um, she's so much better than this guy. Yeah. So much better. We may make her the scribe. She's not dressing in a toga, though. Let Senior me tell you. Scribe. Senior scribe. Senior scribe. <laughs> he <laughs> reports to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know how pissed Messner would be? <laughs> Anna, what do you think about a leadership position? <laughs> Head scribe. No. Scribe manager. Uh. That would be funny if we made him report to her. <laughs> Hannah, you're hired. <laughs> Head scribe. <laughs> Head scribe. Now all you need to do is delegate to the juniors. Yes. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you Messner's number, and you can just mess with him all day long. Be like, hey, junior scribe. <laughs> hey, remind me to remind words for Brother Joe to remind right words for Brother George. And you can delegate You'll everything. So everything we tell you to do. Pissed. No. <laughs> delegating. He's like, what the hell? I'm a brother. How come I'm below your daughter? Because you're a scribe. Because you're a junior scribe. Junior scribe. Junior scribe. Um, oh, so, anyway. My <laughs> announcements. I loathe announcements. I hate them. Yeah. Because every lodge... Okay. And I don't think it's an ego thing. I want to be clear about it. I'm sure some sometimes there's a little ego involved. I'll be honest with you and I'll explain. So, every lodge wants to obviously talk about something their lodge is doing. Most people, if you're like me, I'm like, I don't do Listen, I put it in the newspaper. <laughs> or, right. you know what, I, you know, whatever. It, it's, I don't feel, I've never felt the necessity to stand up and say, oh, Morningstar Lodge is doing this. It's like, listen. And honestly, I don't think it's effective. No, I don't it's think not. It's effective. Because it's you effective make your announcement, nobody shows up anyway. So right. why even announce it? The, That's how I was. So like, I'm not even going to announce The more this. effective way is, like, if I want, wanted you to come to an event, I'd either shoot you an email right. invite, Facebook invite, or I'd just call you. Or the other thing we do is we actually email the Grand Secretary's secretary, yeah. whatever she is. Deb. Yeah, but yeah. she's like the Grand Secretary's... Admin. Per- she's really... Receptionist, I guess? Deb I runs Grand Lodge. She does. She's fantastic. Shout right. out to Deb. Yeah, she is absolutely. Amazing. And I think her uh, assistant is Erica. Erica. Mm-hmm. Both are fantastic. But I don't know what their official title is because they're not gr- they're not the Grand Lodge secretaries. They're kind of like, I don't know what you call they're them. They're the secretaries at Grand Lodge? Yeah, secretaries <laughs> at Grand Lodge. I don't know. <laughs> they need to give them a title. They do. But, but they're phenomenal. I think it should be cleaning up all the shit that nobody else does. We should send them flowers from the podcast. We should. I want to get on. We should. All right. All right. That's fine. No. 
Ken's gonna do it? No, we should send Ken flowers. Stick him up against the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Puppet Ken! The Scarecrow. It's Ken Crow. It's Ken Crow. Or Scare Ken. What are we He's gonna be so pissed. The audience, what do you want us to call that? A Ken Crow? There we or go. Or Scare Ken. He's going to be so pissed when he sees something. <laughs> but it's funny as hell, though. He's even wearing his apron still. I mean, he could have at least took it off. He's got kind of a beer belly. I was going to say, he's weight. got a bigger gut than Ken. Put on some weight. Yeah. Um, he's got a tiny little waist, though. He's got a booming butt on him, too, though. Look at him. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, <laughs> what, what do you think? That's funny? <laughs> Reeling it back, guys. <laughs> I, uh, I love getting off on something. That's fine. Oh, yeah. We're done. Yep. Joe, um, Nina, will you please come in? <laughs> I think we're both getting called in next time. Ken's going to finally freeze I missed one show, and they made it scare Ken. No, you did the Papa George voice. you got to do the Ken voice. I missed one. I missed one show, and they mocked me with the scare Ken, and it was not canonical. They were being very deviant. It was worse than the time they made me dress as the professor from Gilligan's Island and told me, didn't tell me they changed their minds. That was not fun for me. (laughs) That was not sufficient. With his big words. (laughs) Anyway, uh, back on what we were talking about. Reel it back in. You will be assimilated. (laughs) Maybe I'll do the rest of the show as Ken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, announcements. Back on the announcements. You can send them to, if your lodge is doing an announcement, you could send them to the Grand Lodge, and the Grand Lodge will fire them out to yeah. all lodges across the state of Connecticut. So I don't feel like standing up a lodge to make, to me, it's, again, maybe I'm wrong saying this, and I'm sure I'll be called into Grand Lodge for saying this, but I think it's, it's, it's penis size is what it boils down to. Our lodge has this going on and that going on and this going on. It's like... All right, yes, your lodge does all these things. Right. Oh, yeah. While we're, we're, we're so much better. While we're on the subject, we're going to talk about, com- we're going to talk about, I don't want to say community because it's not community service. Events that lodges do that infuriate you. Go. Okay. Before, before we get on that, the one last thing I want to mention about announcements is. Because this is going to be funny. In Connecticut, mm-hmm. we each have a calendar page for our lodge. Yes, we do. On our lodge website. Mm-hmm. If you update that calendar timely, mm-hmm. Grand Lodge, we have a, a Connecticut Freemasons newspaper, newspaper. as this podcast mm-hmm. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> but what they will take the events off of your calendar and put it in the Connecticut Freemasons news, newspaper. If it's a degree, it'll go in an at labor section, mm-hmm. and if it's something outside of Lodge, it's in it goes in the at refreshment section. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is update it one place, and they will take care of the rest. Yep. So it is absolutely, I agree, mm-hmm. not necessary, not necessary. So events that irk events you. Events that irk you. What are things that you think are absolutely unnecessary and drive you insane? I mean, I get their point, but. Here's they one. drive me nuts. And this is gonna, nuts. This is going to surprise a lot of people. Okay. Because I will tell you. Well, nah, never mind. I'm not going to do that one. Come on. No, I'll tell Come you. Come on. No, I can't. I can't. I'm going to tell you mine that drives me insane, and I wish lodges would stop doing it. Go ahead. You it. go. Because mine I don't want to do. The chili cook-off. You hate the chili I hate. Cook-off. You hate that. With a passion. Uh-oh. I hate chili cook-offs. <laughs> 
they drive me why insane. why the disdain for chili cook-offs disdain for chili cook-offs and Here's by the way why. when you're done i have a funny story about a chili cook-off yeah, why okay. i don't like them everybody's chili sucks when you go to these things as much as they think that they're good they're not good they taste like shit and uh and i uh, no disrespect to brothers who make crappy chili but i'm not a chili guy i get the whole point of trying to be fraternal and bring everybody i just i, I guess for me it's like this okay I get the point of being fraternal. I get the point of getting brothers together. I don't think around chili is the way to do it. <laughs> Number two, we are an ancient and honorable craft that has done this. And we've had Garibaldi and we've had all these major thinkers and Mark Twain and, and you know Winston Churchill and all these bright, uh, illuminated brothers. And we're doing chili cook-offs. You get what I'm saying? It's all we're bringing it, it down to like the you're bringing it down to the yeah, freaking yeah, yeah. you know to 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 chili to chili, which is just the step below stew. Yes, <laughs> like that drives me freaking nuts. It absolutely infuriates me every time somebody stands up and says we're doing a chili cook. I'm like, oh my! I can't drop the swear, <laughs> but I will. Um, I'll bleep it out and pretend like I did. That's um, it. <laughs> But like it dry, it actually like I feel I, I feel yeah. my chest gets tense. Like I get aggravated. It's like freaking chili. There's so much better shit you could be doing than a chili plus, cook-off. Well, plus chili cook-off. People cheat. People cheat. Yes. So Go ahead. Marshall brother John Gates just happens to his comments here, and this is the story I was going to tell before I saw his comments. He <laughs> says, "I won our last chili cook-off." However, um, don't don't be sour, Joe. Second place is the first. Well, you know. So here's what happened. Okay. Here's my issue. All right. I was in the lead. Uh. Uh-huh. With by and I may be slightly off on the numbers, but mm-hmm. but John will vouch for this. Mm-hmm. I was in the lead by like five votes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they seen you were a ginger and said, never mind. And they then there's like, hey, uh, Brother Joe, can we see you upstairs for a <clears throat> Now, so I, let's say I was up by five votes. Right. There were three people left that hadn't voted. Uh-huh. Where's Brother Joe? Can we see you upstairs for a moment? Yeah, sure. What's going on? Oh, I want to talk to you about this, blah, blah, blah. Come downstairs, and I lose by two votes. Okay. Now, I was up by five. Uh huh. Only three people hadn't voted, and I lost by two. Okay. By my count, that means seven people voted while I was upstairs, <laughs> and only three hadn't voted yet, and two were Worshipful Brother Gates's kids. <laughs> so I cry foul. I cry foul. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I think Worshipful Brother Gates is my new best friend. That's I was, but like. I was winning. I leave the room. I lose by two votes. I'm ahead by five, and only like three people had to vote. It's, it's, it was BS. It was totally BS. And John, working brother Gates, it's going like, off and hysterical. I'm dying over here. No, it's, it's ridiculous. He knows it to be true. Christ, you cheat at a large chili cook-off. We're supposed to be brothers. It's funny as hell. And he, of course, he's sending me, he's taking for weeks. So we have this, like, big, um, this big, uh, He wants to call uh, in. Uh, um, 
he could call my phone and I could hold it up to the mic. If, yeah, I don't have or, Skype oh, on no, this yet. But if I do that, we're going to lose a hotspot, won't we? Yeah, uh, probably. Because uh, we don't have Ken up here with his hotspot. Yeah. I mean, Sorry, Warshall Brother Gates. Yeah. Much like me, you're going to get screwed out of this one. I think we need to bring Warshall Brother John Gates up here and have this. I think we need to just air hey, this Warshall out. Hey, Brother Gates, it's uh, 5.30. I know you live about 20 minutes away. Why don't you get your butt here and defend yourself? Because I'm going to attack you and present my facts <laughs> in reality. I think we should do it as like a podcast court case. I want... To, <laughs> you know what I want? You know what I want? To piss you off... And to get vindication, we're going to have a podcast show. All right. You're going to get angry. He can come in, and it's going to be a blind taste test. And I'm going to win this goddamn thing and take my rightful spot as Chili Champion. I'm going to have all four of my kids come up and vote for his. No, it'll be a blind taste test. We won't. You won't be able to know. All right. Oh, this and, is awesome. And, and when... When I win this chili oh. cook-off, I'm bringing it. Every time I come in here, I'm going to wear my wrestling belt. And I'm going to come in with the entourage holding the belt up behind me because I got cheated. Oh. I got cheated out of this. He's like, he pulled like a few uh, freaking, he's like the Houston Astros of chili cook-offs. You know? He said, I'll give you a hot spot. <laughs> okay. Oh, this has got to be one of the funniest conversations yeah. ever. Okay. Oh. Uh. What was that? Who was that little guy from the Astros? Altuve or something? He's the, he's the Altuve of chili cook-offs. Freaking cheater. He used kids to cheat, too. Use minors to cheat. That's just oh, wrong. Oh, this is awesome. It's not called cheating. It's called having a competitive edge. I have been besmirched. It's competitive edge. Cheating. Oh. I mean, he probably brought it. He's like, he must be, Demi- he must be a Democrat. Awesome. He brought dead people in the boat. Like... <laughs> People didn't exist. <laughs> right, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, I know it's it's fun. I'm sure it happens on both sides. Wow, your uh, ass is really tight about this. I'm really <laughs> upset about this because I won. They called me out of the room. So I literally thought that I was going to get to go on an entire tangent about how I loathe chili kickoffs. And you just swiped the rug completely off of underneath me because I didn't realize how I'm sorry. But there's two things. There's two things that I'm absolutely sure of in life. Two things. Epstein didn't kill himself. And I won that goddamn I know that. I know that. Oh, screwed. Shit. I'm sure they lost a videotape oh. of that too. Oh, I'm freaking crying. Oh. God. Wow, and I thought I hated chili cook-offs more than anybody else on the planet. Well, see, the difference I is... I thought you were going to come in here and defend it. And the difference is you love... Holy. You, you don't... You never like them. <laughs> I love them, and it was my, my enjoyment of the chili cook-off was robbed for me. Oh, I'm freaking snorting over here because I'm laughing so hard, I'm the next Conor McGregor of chili <laughs> This whole freaking thing totally derailed, and it's freaking hilarious. He's like the Buster Douglas. He's a one-hit wonder, (laughs) and will never win again. But see, you you always hated them. I had my enjoyment of chili was robbed from me. It's not that I hated him. I was taken from me. A part of me died that day. Do you need a moment? I need a cup of coffee. Rub Rub Ken's legs. Ken, Ken, take it over. Canonical. Canonical. Holy shit. He actually walked off and went in the other room. That is freaking hilarious. You oh. <laughs>
himself, he's welcome to. I'm strong! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, it's not that I hate him. I just don't see the point of him, Lee. Um, I just... I, I think there's so many other ways to get brothers together rather than a chili cook-off. One of the things I had made mention about in our own lodges, I would love to have a... Uh, a uh, lodge paintball or airsoft game something you know and I get it not all brothers can do that again we have a younger lodge here so for, for our younger lodge it, it, we have you know cops prior military we have you know a lot of people who are uh, who are into this stuff so that is right up our alley but there's other things you can do like lodge bowling or or lodge pool or something like that I just hate chili cook-offs. I, I don't know why. I just, they're just not my, I, I, I don't see the point in them. That's all. Uh, Scott Norad. Uh, wait, Epstein didn't kill himself? <laughs> and I didn't lose that contest. <laughs> he's, he's still going for the other room. We have a fish fry. Okay. All right. That's cool. Clam bake, fish fry. I don't know what it is about chili. It's just my, it's just, it's just my thing. I just. Uh, I, I don't know if it's because I'm not a, like chili. Uh, Worst brother John, I am in for paintball. Yeah, uh, that's something I'd like to do. Uh, I actually thought about if you know we didn't have many, very many members of our lodge. I'd like to send submit it out statewide. I know we have a lot of uh, police officers, prior military, current military in the state of Connecticut. That'd be fun. You know, go out and have a big giant Grand Lodge paintball game. And I'm not saying it's sanctioned by Grand Lodge, but that would be fun as hell to just go out, split up in teams, and just have fun. <laughs> What's wrong, George? Don't support natural gas. I just, I don't know. I, I just don't see the point of a bunch of brothers standing around going from crock pot to crock pot trying to figure out you know, whose chili is the best i'd rather take you out to the paintball range and shoot you in the back of the head to see who's the best round like last man standing stuff like that's i i don't know capture the flag capture the flag like that that's more my thing like <laughs> the puppet can make a better chili really <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> as long as where's my brother Joe doesn't get upset when I get him. Dude, he's got your number today. <laughs> Say a yeah. word. I'm gonna I'm ordering the code. <laughs> oh, dude, this is awesome. Um but that's I I think that to me, you know, I, at least that's I again uh, to be honest, I've never been to a chili cook off. Never. I never been to a chili kickoff, but I just picture a bunch of tables with a bunch of masons walking around with red tickets and just sticking them in bowls, and a bunch of masons standing in front of crockpots and ghosts. ghosts. Ghosts with red tickets sticking them in because they don't exist, but they <laughs> throw the uh, throw the vote off. Yeah, but they, that the to me, voted. I mean, how long? How much fun is that? See, we when we did ours, to me, it's kind of just like when yeah. we did ours and John cheated. We did it. We did it in conjunction with our summer picnic. So okay, you were already right. there for, and, and right. the chili cook-off was a part of. All right. That that summer picnic. I got it. Okay. The summer of deceit. 
Oh. No crying in chili cooking. <laughs> it's Warshaw. You know what? Right, Warshaw, Mike oh, Adams. Oh, that's right, Warshaw. I thought it was Jaggy. So yeah. <laughs> You're right, right, Warshaw. You're right. You're right. No crying. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to do something that was more uh, interactive rather than just staying around going from crockpot to crockpot. And I get what you're saying. It was part of your picnic. The other thing I have a problem with is picnics. Nobody shows to freak up. Nobody no. when you do summer pick up, uh, picnics. So to me, there's no point to that. But if you say like lodge bowling or lodge paintball or mm -hmm. lodge something, you know, find some interactive activity that you guys can do rather than just sitting around eating egg salad sandwiches. To me, it's freaking boring. I do like egg salad though. I know. I do too. I really but you get my point. Like, do something. Yeah, no, lodge softball game or do two lodges against one another. Combine your... Yeah. Like, that is is more... That's more, I guess, fraternal or... What's the word we're looking for? Fellowship. fellowship. Yes. It's more fellowship in doing that than just sitting around picking whose chili's better. And then you get one guy who's butt hurt because his chili didn't do very well and he ended up taking second place. Yes, thank you, worship brother John Gates. <laughs> I now have ammunition for months now. <laughs> yes, I do. The, the emotions all came running back. There's me. going to be an episode where you're going to punch me in the face now because no. and it's okay, it's brotherly love, but I'm no, going to... No, just bring your chili. I'm going to bring you chili, yes. I'm going to bring you, like, Hormel, too. Like, real Brand X shit and be like, no, this is better. Made with jackass me. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, thanks, Warfare Brother Gates, for reopening a world. <laughs> but honestly, I, I, I personally think that's... Especially if you do it, like, Lodge is combining it. Like a softball game. Or a paintball yeah. game. Because now it's like, hey, you know... As an example, because I'm looking at uh, White Rush, uh, right Rush, Mike Adams, you know, I'm just looking at this comment. Shepard Salem is coming, you know, they, they're going to do a uh, paintball game against us. So oh, okay. uh, if there's, no, I'm just, oh, okay. uh, as an example. I'd be excited. Like, uh, yeah, they're all going to show up. And if there's three of us standing at each other, that, that's the teams. Like, so yeah. Shepard Salem only shows up, shows up with 12 guys and there's three of us. Like, that's the team. That's yeah. it. And you know what? And do like you know, fun competition. Yes. Nothing sparks we should interest have... like competition. We're a fraternity of men, right? Yeah. Men have competition. It doesn't matter if it's competition of car. It doesn't matter if it's competition. But it's got to be friendly competition. We should have like a decathlon. But like, <laughs> but we make up different events. Not like a traditional decathlon. <clears throat> you could probably run much. Faster and no, better than I can, I will trip your ass right off the freaking line. No, but the wait, minute they blow the gun, you're getting tripped. But you have to do something like Revenge of the Nerds, where it's on tricycles, <laughs> and it's like Rafferty versus Masonic <laughs> Field Day. There we go. Yeah, so Masonic Field Day. Who said that? Uh, no, I said that. Oh, okay. uh, but Brandon Sanders said uh, Spartan Race would be fun. Yeah. yeah, but anything's better than a freaking. Chili cook-off. With cheaters. We should do an episode of Cheaters of the Chili Cook-off. <laughs> we talked about that show earlier. I can't believe how sorry you are about this. I really thought that I was going to be the protagonist on this, but clearly you took the game. 
I'm more upset than when you found out what the lollipop guild was. I really wasn't upset. Yes, you were. I might have called you a couple of choice <laughs> yeah. words, but I wasn't fully upset. I was... All right, whatever. You still lost a chili. <laughs> but no, Spartan Race would be fun. There's a lot of a few other ones that right. um, aren't as intense as Spartan. We could do that. You could be... Uh, I don't right. know, I'd like to get I'd like to get John Gates in a dunk tank. How about that? <laughs> Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Dodge there you go. Ball. Like these are all things that are fun and you know, I'm sorry, but if they did dodgeball or paintball, I hope Messner stays homesick that day. Can I? Because let me tell you, oh. he's going to look like Barney the dinosaur by the time he's done. He's going to be more purple. And I'm not talking with paint. I'm talking no, about with, with getting shot with going, paintballs. Oh, okay. He's going to be black and blue all over from getting shot at point blank range. <laughs> even if he's on your team. Or even if he's on your team. You might just get one in the thigh or something like that. So I've got a, a quick, funny dodgeball story. And I think oh, yeah. Porter Brother Gates knows this story. So when I was, um, when my daughter was in elementary school, we had a father's club, and each elementary <coughs> school in town had a father's club. So we had a father's club dodgeball tournament, mm. and there was this place in the town that I live in that had like a course set up, like a mm. arena, course, field, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I want to play, I want to play. There's this one dude, and there were... I got really mad at this one guy because he kept hiding behind an I-beam. I'm like, come on, dude. And technically, he was in the field of play because it's in like mm. a warehouse-type building. No. Right. like, come on. You're gonna and this is dodgeball, right? This is dodgeball. So, I finally, he is looking a total opposite direction. If I may. Yes, you may. We're masons. We're all about geometry. you got to bounce it off a wall so that it comes back and... You know? You gotta... No, I wanted to take him out. Like, <laughs> I'm the guy that will throw it in between your feet so that you fall on your face. Like, so you trip over. Like, I love doing that. That's my move. But anyway, I wanted to light this guy up. So I was pissed because he would hide behind the I-beam, come out and snipe you, and then go back behind. It's like, no, it's, it's not in the spirit of the game. So I see this guy, and he is oblivious that I have him lined up. I wind up, and I throw this freaking dodgeball. As hard as I can. Right. Side story. I was about a year removed from shoulder surgery on my right arm. <laughs> so my accuracy was a little off. I thought I you were going to say you blew your shoulder out no, again just no. making sure you hit this dude. Even better. So I chuck it as hard as I can. It sails wide right. <laughs> And there's this, like, 10-year-old kid who's spectating, who's watching. I hit him in the head so hard. And I tell you, he went clean off his feet. It was like he got freaking shot. But what's even worse? What's even worse? His father was on the other team. Oh, my God. And... I'm, I'm reacting like you and I are reacting right now. And I go over to try to make sure the kid's okay. And he feeds you in the back of the... And, and I'm like trying to hold it together. I'm trying to like bite my lip and keep it together. And the kid's father's there and I'm, I'm just letting the father... Because I know if I open up my mouth and ask if he's okay, I'm going to start dying again. The kid rolls over. Because he was face down at this point. <laughs> it's 
who's got the waffle batter on the side of his head. I lost it. I lost it. I, I couldn't hold it anymore. I was like, ah! I left the building so I could go outside and laugh it off. Because I didn't want to get into a fight with this. It was funny. But if I were that kid's father, the guy was right at him. Especially if he's standing over him laughing at him. But you know that distinct yeah, cross the distinct, pattern? Yeah, the cross that? pattern and the... Oh. And it made that noise that we all know. We can hear it in our head. Right <laughs> like that, that the sound of a rubber dodgeball yes. bouncing off your face. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the funniest freaking thing. And I, have to, I, haven't, oh. played, I haven't played since. I have to find the freaking dodgeball oh. soundbite. I have but to yeah, find we one should do it. We should do a dodgeball. Uh, I'd be down for it. I'm completely down for it. Oh, wow. God, John, that was fun. John Gates has a word for Brother Joe. Take his coffee. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Right Warshaw Mike Adams says, uh, game on. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. All right. Dodgeball, paintball, whatever. Let's, let's, let's In the words it. of Ivan Drago, you will lose. <laughs> if he dies. He if dies. he dies. He dies. <laughs> All right. What do you say? <laughs> God. Wow. I I think I I think I've learned you all over again. Like I've actually seen somebody who has a dark side. You're not the Jedi you claim to be. I I usually am, and I I do have a very zen. You're side like of me bitter Luke in in the Last Jedi. You're bitter Luke. That's what you are. You're bitter Luke. About this one topic, here. <laughs> I can let most things go, and I'm usually very oh, calm and very shit. zen. It takes a lot to get me fired up, but this is oh, this is one God. of those things. This is one of those things. So this episode actually turned out much better than I thought, funnier than I thought it was going to. Because <laughs> honestly, God, I'm like, I just want to talk about chili cookoffs and how much they piss me off, and you just, I, I mean, and and I had blocked it out. Like I, I pitched the ball and you smacked it clean out of well, the polo ground. And a part of me forgot about it. I, I might have like buried it deep down inside. But then we're talking about chili cookoffs and where <laughs> Brother Cage signs on to the podcast and it's all coming back to me. So I have a better idea than another than another HR episode. Okay. I got a better one. Oh, do we have to remind you? Hannah, you didn't remind me. Yes, you didn't remind I us. I was waiting until you said, okay, let's do it. All You're right. Like, all right, so I'm reminding you. One of our brothers uh, down in um, Australia, Michael Alchin, his daughter's having uh, some major surgery on her ankle or on her leg. Uh, we have started a GoFundMe page. Yes. And the GoFundMe page is uh, the... called Ma- uh, Freemasons Help Families. You should make sure of this because I have it in my phone here. Freemasons Help Families. Uh, we're asking for uh, $4,000. And that'll help go toward this brother's daughter's surgery. Um, she's having surgery. He's been working extra hours, um, especially with all the fires. And yeah, he's been a going. volunteer firefighter yep. down there, too, working all the So, yeah, he's fires. been doing that as well. And I also want to give, uh, I just want to give everybody a heads up on uh, Warsh- uh, Right Worship Brother Chip Schofield and his, um, in his campaign. Um, if you go on the Citizens News, there was a nice article about it. And you can learn all about it. It's, uh, what is it, mycitizensnews.com? 
I believe that's what it was, yeah. And uh, actually, I think I might have posted it to my own Facebook page. I may have posted it to the podcast one as well. But um, the Arrest Cancer uh, GoFundMe, you guys, we asked for 4000 to cover. We well exceeded that, <sighs> goal, right? We doubled it. Yeah. We doubled it. That's fantastic. So, uh, Worship Brother John Keats just sent me a friend request. I'm definitely going to be accepting this one. <laughs> but uh, Brother Michael Alchin, uh, he hasn't asked for a dime. He hasn't asked for anything from us. This is just something that we did. We just started a GoFundMe page yep. uh, to help him and his daughter. So if you guys are listening and can help out, uh, go to go go to the um, GoFundMe page, and it's called Freemasons help families again it's our podcast logo but just with a uh antiqued background mm-hmm. and uh, you can find it in the descriptions right there so uh if you can any way you guys can help out i know we ask for a lot and we ask not for helping out with us it's more of been helping out with everybody else who needs help that's what the podcast is about so yeah and if it's you know if anything else it's just, if it's within the length of your cable tell you know. So, Brother Mark Zuccarella just popped on. Oh, Worshipful Master. That's my worshipful. current Worshipful Master. Hey, and congratulations, Worshipful Master, uh, Mark. But I have a question for you. Uh, for me or for him? For uh, Worshipful Master uh, Mark Zuccarella. Okay, go ahead. Did Joe legitimately lose that chili cook-off? Well, what do you mean by legitimately? <laughs> like, legitimately. The record show that I lost. <laughs> The records, however, glossed over the fact that the Worshipful Brother gave cheated. <laughs> Pulling people off the street. Oh, man. I think, I think uh, Brother Zook was uh, a <coughs> member of the lodge. He, may re- he likely remembers the great chili fiasco. Uh, what do we call him? Ken Crow? Scare Ken. Scare Ken, thank you. I think Scare Ken. Do you have anything you want to add? Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that canonical. (laughs) Sorry I couldn't be here in person tonight. (laughs) Your Warshall Massacre says yes, you lost. I did lose, but they would not allow me to file a protest. Making comments that I can't see I asked him. I just asked him. I just the record just, shows that I lost. Get in. What's up, brother? Good evening. Yep, we're uh, just uh, it was it was a scan scandal scandal. I think he meant scandal. It was a scandal. <laughs> like I said, uh, Gideon Bookerman. Uh, we're gonna be signing off, but. Uh, Hey. Recent birthday. Happy birthday, right? buddy. Yeah. Birthday. Happy birthday. I know it's belated, but we didn't record when it was your birthday. Yeah, he said scandal. Yeah, but there's a time difference. It was probably still his birthday. Yeah, it might be. It was a scandal, and I... Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm uh, We're going to shut this down. What do you think? All right. So, uh... Before I get angry. This <laughs> my zen People aren't used to seeing me all fired up. Like this. <laughs> Usually, you. I know. For the Freemasons Podcast, I'm your host, right? Worshipful Brother George Mudry signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe signing off. Worshipful Brother Ken Crow signing off. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>